0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organization. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And well, thank you for being with us on The Vedic Wisdom. I'd like to talk to you about correcting errors, correcting problems that you may find you have, correcting issues in your life that you see are limiting you and keeping you from the happiness or the understanding or the achievement that you feel is appropriate or you desire in your life. You want to do something in life and so you seek the opportunity and the sanction. Sanction meaning the facilities being allowed or presented to you such that you can do it. Every one of us has had the situation where you'd like to either achieve something or have something, and yet the circumstances are not appropriate at this particular time you can't quite get it pulled off and you have to wait or adjust or work toward a little bit until the circumstances are correct now this is from the eyes of the transcendentalist this is when the Lord sets the stage for you the Lord sanctions the fulfillment of your desires he does not stop you from fulfilling your desires but it's at your own risk you can do whatever you want good or bad but you risk the result if it's bad you will get a bad result from it okay you can do good or you can do bad this is your free will and the circumstances have to be such that there you have the opportunity now you can sit here right now if you're sitting there and there's a hammer on the table you can use that hammer to reset a nail that's come loose Or you could use that hammer to hit your own finger. Now, hitting the nail is going to solve the problem. And hitting your finger is going to seriously cause you a bad result. Now, it may be by accident you hit your finger. But still, you did not actually control the hammer correctly. It all comes back on you. If you want to take a hammer and use it respectfully, responsibly, you won't hit your finger. But if you're uh, slap-happy, lack focus, you could hit your finger. And it would be a terrible experience. So, the Lord provides the hammer. The Lord provides the circumstances for you to do what you desire. He gives sanction at your risk. But in the case of one who is surrendered to him, who knows he is in everything and is observing everything and is the master of the material world. He encourages you such that you'd never act incorrectly. You don't do wrong activities. He's so kind to you that even though you may sometimes fall into the entanglement of activities that aren't to your benefit. The Lord will encourage you, make it obvious to you to rectify you from such a problem so that it will not occur again. The intelligent person will focus on what is to be done with his independence and use that independence in such a way that he does not incur sinful results. He does not incur painful results. Now, to make a mistake, what is the phrase, uh, to err... Is human, okay? And every person, every human is conditioned soul and is apt to commit mistakes. This is the way it is, we all have that, we all understand that. And the only remedial measure to take against this unknown type of sinful act too, is to approach the Lord and surrender yourself. Please protect me from my own stupidity. Please protect me from the things I don't even realize are not to my best interest. This fully surrendered position is the position that invokes the compassion of the Lord to help you. You can go, I want, I want, I want, I want, Lord, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. That does not invoke the mercy of the Lord. The humble attitude that I realize this isn't good for me, I need to do something different, please advise me so I can carry on, I've got to work this out, guide me so that I do the right thing. This will invoke the Lord's mercy you can understand me better than me you know the situation you know what result i'll get for what act guide me and what is the best act i should take to achieve the right result this surrendering oneself and acting in terms of the lord's directions they are the path to success with minimum suffering now There's two ways that the Lord gives instruction to a sincere person. One is through the saints and the sages, the Vedic literature, and the spiritual master. These three paths are doorways or pathways where the Lord passes on transcendental knowledge to you, insight, interrespective knowledge, uh, so that you can make quick advancement with this transcendental knowledge with this perspective of life your life can be improved now the vedic knowledge is transcendental and it can't be understood by just studying it you can understand the vedic literature only by the grace of the lord and the spiritual master if one follows and takes shelter of the spirit, bona fide spiritual master that means he's attained the grace of the lord if one gets a spiritual master who is not illusioned, a bona fide spiritual master, it is because of the grace of the Lord leading the student to the teacher, bringing the two of you together. So the Lord appears as the spiritual master. The Lord speaks through the spiritual master and through the Vedic literature. And from that position, the Lord can guide the sincere inquirer, the surrendered soul. Help me find my way. That's the sincere approach. The the, uh, humble and sincere request for assistance. That's what invokes the Lord's mercy. And thus the Lord will guide you, the sincere person, to how to get through your perplexities of life. And give you strength. Such that you can withstand the onslaughts of this material world. Uh, strengthening more and more and more and more. So it comes to the point where there's no chance for the sincere person to fall again into illusion. So thus, one is protected all around. From a position of knowledge. From a position of surrender to the Lord's guidance. He becomes Protected from all directions. The entire process is explained in the Vedic literature that by hearing and chanting of the glories of the Lord are in themselves pious and purifying acts. And as one comes out of his illusory conception of life and as a surrendered soul, he is empowered with transcendental knowledge through transcendental sound. Since the Lord is the well-wisher of all those who surrender to Him, this uh, hearing and chanting uh, cleanses all undesirable things from the heart of the surrendered soul. Then His devotion becomes fixed, infallible, protected with strength from all sides. At this stage, his qualifications for the service of the Lord reach the level of purification. His mind, heart, body, words, everything is purified by the transcendental potency of his surrender and of the knowledge and the support from the spiritual master and the Supreme Lord. This is an uh, unbeatable combination of potencies. ...such that everything in the material world is inferior to this. So it's unable to work upon you to bring you to an illusion state again. Thus the uh, surrendered soul becomes fully enlightened... ...by virtue of his surrender and his service attitude. Thus... He comes strictly and completely to the path and the plan of the Lord as a servant, a humble, eternal servant of God. And in this way, he attains the transcendental world, the spiritual reality, eternal kingdom of God, where his mind and body and words and life are all dovetailed to the service of the Lord in harmony with many other servants, seeing to the pleasure of the Lord, rendering service as requested harmonizing in a a pious and pure relationship of doing service. All doubts are dissolved. One becomes a pure disciple, a pure devotee of the Lord. This is the platform everyone can attain. This is the platform that is only attainable in the human form of life. Of all the species of life, one can take birth in from the bug To the bird the beast the fish the animal the the demigod whatever it's the human form where one can attain the perfection of service to god by surrender in this age surrender is by the hearing and the chanting you hear from the spiritual master you hear from the vedic literature you hear the teachings of the lord you hear through a disciple of the spiritual master Any one of those methods can deliver you unadulterated spiritual knowledge and realization. such that you can uh, understand and easily adjust your life such that you have strength, realization, understanding, determination, support, not to fall into the illusory conception of life and the mistakes that comes with it. Everybody in the human form makes mistakes. Everybody has a list of uh, errors they have made in life. But those errors can be purified if one makes contact with the bona fide spiritual master and begins the rendering of devotional service and hears the Vedic literature. Just hearing the Vedic literature, you may be hearing about a different aspect completely of Vedic literature. But the vibration is so potent that it affects you to the core and illusions and misconceptions and problems that may have been bothering you will be dissolved without extraneous or without specific attack or a repair should i say the vedic literature vibration rate is a repair the maha mantra vibration rate is a repair It is purification, it is rectification, it is repairing the consciousness of the living entity who is sincerely trying to understand in proper perspective. Your primary requirement, your uh, precondition is sincerity. You don't have to have any other assets. You have to have the sincerity to understand in proper perspective and to become a better person. That sincerity is what invokes the mercy of the Lord and the spiritual master and opens the door for you becoming self-realized and allows the vibratory influences of the Vedic literature and the Maha Mantra to repair damage done by the previous aspects of your life of confusion, mistake, error, etc. Now, this is a very potent subject we're talking about. You think about how absolutely important it is to understand that you can fix a mistake. You can correct a problem. Self-adjustment, self-improvement, self-realization, they follow on. They are the progressions of the same aptitude. So you have the opportunity in the Vedic literature, in reading the Vedic literature, just Hearing the vibrations of the Vedic literature is reformatory. Just chanting the Maha Mantra, speaking it, hearing it, is purifying. It is corrective of the errors and mistakes that accumulate in the consciousness. Now, the point I want to make is, you must realize how significant this is, because... Only in the human form, not in any other species of life, can you achieve this. You are in a human form of life. You have the opportunity, the greatest opportunity is the human form of life and you've got that. Now are you going to use it to simply enjoy yourself and waste your life and mess around and do sometimes good, sometimes bad, sometimes stupid activities? Or are you going to recognize the great good fortune you have to be to this point of having a human form of life and acting responsibly? Sincerely trying to get things sorted, to get things right, to act appropriately, to exhibit, to develop, to mature your good qualities. This is the responsibility. The Vedic literature harps on it, points at it repeatedly. The human form of life is a special opportunity. Are you going to take it? So don't be distracted to act like everybody else who's simply trying to fulfill desires. Endless stream of desires, like the number of waves in a river, constantly changing unlimited count uncountable number of waves similarly an unlimited uncountable flow of desires is popping up in your mind you look at something and say oh i should try that oh i'd like to fix that oh i need that oh i'd like to taste that the desires come up and roll past you absolutely constantly your whole life So you must step back. That's not me. That's the mind. Being attached. Being attracted. Being confused by a list of. An unending list of desires. Fulfilling those desires can go on eternally. You can go on and on and on for hundreds of thousands of millions of births. Fulfilling the constant river flow of desires. And this does not fulfill anything. So don't fall into that. You're in the human form. Animals have desires. Every other species has desires. And they're all busy fulfilling them. But they cannot achieve the perfection you can achieve. Because you have a human form of life. You can consciously separate yourself from your desires. The lower species of life cannot. So you need to see the importance. You need to embrace the importance of having a human life, of having a human intelligence, of having the human free will, and make the very best use of these assets, the very best use to lift your consciousness back away from fulfillment of desires as the only goal of life. It doesn't matter how old the person is you take as an example. It doesn't matter where they're from. It doesn't matter their species. It doesn't matter their heritage. It doesn't matter their race, creed, color. Nothing matters. All of that does not matter. It's what desires are you fulfilling And are you aloof from those desires? Are you seeing yourself as an eternal living entity with the mind running these desires by you constantly? Once you see that, you can control the mind. No, Mr. Mind, those are just desires. I'm not here for fulfilling desires. All the other species of life will do that. But in the human form of life, I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna control my desires, and I'm gonna select the very few, very best, and I will fulfill those. I will figure out how to achieve my highest potential and do the best and most good I can do. I'm not simply gonna fulfill a river full of nonsense desires and waste the human form of life I've achieved. This is the platform every one of us in the human form of life must come to. This is the good association we talk about. Not the bad association of fulfilling desires, because that's the other kind. And everybody's got that. We're now talking about the good influence of controlling the mind and keeping it from distracting you in, into the river of unlimited desires of nonsense that can be fulfilled in other species of life. Shri uses the example that everyone is very fond of sex life and they don't realize that a pigeon, a bird body, he can have sex 10 times, 20 times an hour if he wishes but it's just simply fulfilling the desire over and over and over and over and over. He doesn't gain anything. So the the pursuit of sex enjoyment is silly. When you realize there's such a great level of achievement that I can achieve, and that I could achieve that simple result in many different species. But in the human form of life, the unique species, You can become totally purified and live eternal life. You can achieve eternal life in devotional service to the Lord in the spiritual, eternal kingdom of God. That is what you can do. The pigeon cannot. There are many, many examples of different animals who have different strengths and abilities and unique characteristics and qualities, even some better than the humans. But they cannot achieve this goal of controlling the mind and the senses. And using the intelligence to reach the highest goal of perfection. So you are who I'm speaking to. You are the one who has the potential to achieve the highest level possible. You are the one in the human form of life. Don't let your bad association, don't let your social training, don't let your bad education, don't let your mind and your unlimited level of desires keep you from respecting the opportunity presented in a human form of life. This is the proper use of your opportunity, the human form. Fulfill the goal of existence, not just this life. The cycle of birth and death, the eternal life, the struggle for knowledge and existence, the struggle for uh, relief from the anxieties of the world are fulfilled in the human form of life. It's not just to get a job and have a career and a house and a car and a kid and this and that, and etc., etc., etc. Desire, 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 desire. Society thinks that's the goal. The Vedic literature rejects it. No. To achieve eternal perfection and come to devotional service and return to the spiritual world eternally, that is really something that beats the a peace prize that beats any award, any trophy, any achievement, every degree, anything you can pick up that is dwarfed by achieving eternal perfection and love of God, eternal life. So the Vedic literature is semi-intolerant of all these cheap accomplishments. And the Vedic literature is pointed at teaching you and telling you to respect the opportunity of your human form of life. The spiritual master is there to explain the Vedic literature to you. If you can't get it right, figure it out, understand it. It's too confusing for you. He'll put it in proper perspective. The disciples of the spiritual master, such as myself, we are on this planet to awaken you to your potential, to the opportunity you have. The spiritual master helps you perfect it we simply awaken you to the fact there is a greater path here. You can achieve something fantastic. Stop following your mind and your senses into the river of desires. So this verse says the saints, the sadhus, and sages, spiritual master, the Vedic literature, the Lord himself These are the places one finds the answers to the questions of life. Where he learns how to purify himself, how to correct and control his mind, how to understand and who is a bona fide spiritual master, and connects you, links you to that spiritual master, so that you can become empowered, totally potent and empowered by the teachings, the explanations, the causeless mercy of the spiritual master and attain love of God. Purified devotional service, selflessness. This is a massive clue. This word is a massive clue to he who wants to progress his consciousness. Selflessness. Get out of the selfishness perspective of life and perfect the selfless. Perfect, perspective of life. It's a great clue. Think about that. Use that as your meditation for a while. And think about how selfish are you or how selfless are you? And understand which way you're supposed to be going. You're heading toward selflessness. And by associating of purified servants of the Lord, by associating with the spiritual master, by associating with the Vedic literature, by hearing the teachings of the Lord in the Vedic literature, your selflessness matures. And you become qualified to render unself-motivated, causeless devotional service to the Lord uninterrupted. So today, we're simply making you look at it rise above the ocean the river of desires control the mind and senses with your good intelligence don't neglect or misuse or misunderstand the importance of the human form of life seek out a bona fide spiritual master who can explain the vedic literature to you you cannot understand it on your own but with the help of a spiritual master, you can see it all in proper perspective and achieve the highest perfection of life. This is what uh, the spiritual master is wishing. This is his causeless mercy. He has come here. He is in the written all these books. He is in these books. He is in your heart. He is available to you constantly out of compassion, trying to help you achieve the highest level of understanding. It's available to you in the human form of life. It's available to you by the bona fide spiritual master. The spiritual master for this age is His Divine Grace A C Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. We call him Srila Prabhupada. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to Patreon.com/slash FreeFM89 to find out more.